Hello and welcome to Here's Where It Went Wrong, the podcast where every week we have on one of our favorite comedians to talk about one of their favorite things and we trace its history to find out exactly where it all went off the rails. My name is Winsler Powers. I'm joined as always by Andrew Nadeau. Andrew, how you doing, bud? I love that we started saying your name in the beginning. That makes such a big difference. Right now, now people can know who they're listening yeah, to. I'm doing so good. We had Christopher Thomas on, who's an absolutely fantastic comedian. I got to work with him before on Cabin Fever. He has just signed. He's a writer for a new show that we cannot talk about. We got to mention vaguely. He signed literally 10 minutes before coming on to talk about then Movie Pass, where he seriously did his research. This was so much fun. Yeah, it was so good. He read so much. We actually went long. So we're going to keep this intro short, but guys, let's get into it. This is Christopher Thomas. Let's go. say something which is that when you Andrew and I were DMing and you were like oh we were going over times and you were like oh we have to do after whatever because because I think you said when works a normal job I thought that was like an Asian woman's name <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that that's a nickname for Wenzel and so then I get on the Zoom and I was like oh yeah <laughs> oh so you guys haven't met I was meant to ask that we've met we've met in a room we met oh okay we're in a group chat gotcha yeah. okay we're in a group chat Andrew you know I, I was out in LA and I met Sahana she's so funny she's wonderful and she introduced herself I said oh no I know because we hadn't met in person. I said, you know, from the podcast. And she said, oh, she said, wait, what podcast? She said, oh, I thought you were older and I thought you were bald. <laughs> and like, I apparently give off old bald guy vibes that I was completely unaware of this. <laughs> see, what's so funny about that to me is I'm like old, maybe blurry computer. She can't see that well. I'm like, how do you give off bald? Right. Vibes? Like, just look and it's like, it's like, oh, that guy's, that guy's gotta be bald. <laughs> yeah. Also, hey, bald men, isn't it like secret agents and athletes and stuff? That's the trope of bald guy. <laughs> I think that's a trope that bald guys are dead desperately pushing. Yeah. I think she was saying you seem like a professional athlete. That's yes. probably what it was. Yeah. A quick side thing on the name, which I know you'll appreciate. And then we'll hop into the actual podcast. And I'll say this a million times. Well, I used to do musical theater. That was my major. It's what I did. Me too. It happens. You know, sometimes <laughs> you make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Exactly. So I did a summer stock production of Miss Saigon at a theater <laughs> in like in Missouri. Uh, where like, you know, we're staying in dorms and everything. They would give you like $50 a week, which we would use to go to like fucking Applebee's and get hammered kind of thing. But when we first got there, it's a production of Miss Saigon. Like I meet my roommate and everything. And it's this Asian guy named Cody. And then there's me over here going by Wynn. And so we just go like, oh, let's go walk over and like meet everyone at like the cast meet and greet. And we're the last ones to show up because like chronically late. Uh, so we walk in and everyone just starts coming up to me and they're like, Cody and they're trying to high five me because the last two people are Cody and Wynn and they just assume that I have to be Cody in this situation I also I don't say this in a like hey I I'm like no it was an option at my school so I just I, I took Mandarin for a long time and that's like a Chinese name like a common so I was like oh okay you did not expect this face yeah 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 just hitting Irish as hard as you can. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, and the dog is doing okay. I'm so yes, glad. Yes, he's okay. Perfect. Yeah, I was like, he has internal bleeding and he's dying. And that's going to be, I was like, oh my God. Like, I was just convinced. And the vet was like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he's fine, actually. He's like walking around. He probably just has a little stomach bug. And I was like, you don't know him. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's your what's your credentials here, <laughs> animal doctor? I was like, excuse me, asshole. Well, I feel he's dying. So, you know, your problem to fix, dude. But uh, 
Yeah, he's he's okay. I'm so glad. Here, let's, let's jump right into it so we can keep that story in too. Christopher Thomas, we have you here today. Guys, we don't know what order we're going to cut this into. We just heard a story about how Christopher's dog survived because we were going to record yesterday and then an emergency to the vet. And today we're 10 minutes late because you just, there's a the dog. He's doing fine. Yes, he's doing fine. <laughs> and uh, then we're, we're 10 minutes late today because you just signed a contract to be a writer on a major network for a new show. And we cannot say any more than that, but it is so cool. Congratulations. I'm not even sure we could say that, but we did. Yeah, we're, you know what? We're going to we're gonna find out if we get sued. No, if, if it comes out that none of this can be said, we're just going to put in just random noises, just random blasts of like, how much of a song can you use before you have to play? Yeah. <laughs> you could say exciting new job. <laughs> and that's, that's probably it. It's exciting new. We, we've got Christopher here who has done something that we're all very excited about. I'm doing something and I can't, you know, you know what sounds sexy though? I went on a date last week and this actually sounds, so, makes me sound so much cooler than I am. I was like, I actually can't tell you. <laughs> I was like, I can't tell you legally actually what it is. The thing is though, it was actually for something cool that easily could have been, I can't tell you legally, like because I've been arrested and it's we're still not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it could have been something like illegal. I'm kind of I'm a bit of a bad boy. They're just like, is Christopher like a secret agent? And you're over here just like <laughs> my dick and fart jokes are so great. <laughs> it's so funny, too, because I, I have very like stern German family. They're very, they're very hardworking. A lot of doctors and like a lot of teachers and like yeah. you know, people who are contri- actually like, contributing <laughs> to society. And my my tweets have been shared in family group chats, not in a positive way. I think so many times at this point that I'm like, I think that they're all just kind of shocked that this is like somehow like I was explaining to one of my uncles that like actually Twitter for comedians is like a huge networking place and he was like you know and I was like yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but it absolutely is I mean it's, it's how you you met your person to get this job Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The showrunner and I sort of became buddies on Twitter and that got the ball rolling. When and I are like taking notes at this story. <laughs> got the ball rolling. The talent landed the contract. Let's be very yeah. clear about this. Absolutely. Like we know a lot of people on Twitter that are not getting writing jobs. <laughs> Me and Andrew are on Twitter. No one's knocking our yeah, door now. We have to do this podcast ourselves. Okay. Hey, you know, I'm actually impressed that you can. I think if someone said to me, you have to, you have to run a podcast, I'd be like, I, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. Like, I do not think I could do it. It's very impressive to me. I'll be honest. If you listen to our first few episodes, neither could we. <laughs> <laughs> our first few episodes, neither of us knew how to edit. So we just tried to not make a single mistake. And honestly, the part I didn't want to do was we, we did sign with the network. And they're like, we'll upload it for you. And I'm like, oh, really? Is that because I in my head, that was the hardest part because I didn't want to do it so much. <laughs> and then it turns like, oh, no, the part where you have to be funny every week for an hour at a time and come up with a topic that's the work part but i'm like okay well if they're uploading it i'm in <laughs> well I, I listen to a ton of podcasts and i didn't realize how much editing goes into it thankfully we have nathan now our fantastic editor who is who is doing this oh, for cool. us yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice but speaking of podcasts and having up with the topic every week, you had a great one for this episode. What did you want to talk about? I got so excited. Also, I'll just say I was so busy this week that when Andrew sent me that list of things that you'd already done, I thought that you were sending potential suggestions. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I was like, he's come up with so many of these fucking ideas. Like, this is so amazing. How did you do this? Sent him one. He was like, uh, you know, no. And then I thought to myself, what was something that like, what's a word you could repeat? Like, what was an, an amazing idea that like was so catastrophically bad that like movie pass movie pass you know what I mean like 
it'll it's, it it's, answers yeah, both. It's both of them. Yeah. It was amazing and then so immediately terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like you need no qualifiers. You need no elaborations. Like if you just say movie pass, like oh yeah, movie pass. Yeah. I mean, it was fit for anyone who who doesn't know movie pass. We'll get into the history a little bit, but the deal with movie pass was you paid ten dollars and could see as many movies as you wanted a month. That was your ten dollar month subscription. All the movies you wanted. And I am someone that really does enjoy going to movies and would not do it because of the money. So when I got movie pass and I was all in, I was Me seeing too. so much terrible crap because it didn't matter. I was there. I know. I also like was just coming out. So I saw Call Me By Your Name like 40 times. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't also want my roommates to know I was watching it that much. I just go to the movie theater like 4 p.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah. And just sit in there and just like cry. Like me and the like four elderly gay men in the back. just in there being, like, <laughs> And so it was quite that like that summer was just. It was magical. Yeah, it was magical. And we all had this like, I think, feeling in our stomachs that were like every time I would pay it, I'd be like, like, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> I'd expect to get like turned away at the movie theater door. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't expect it to work and it kept working. Right. <laughs> yeah. So my experience, I, I'm very much a movie guy to the point where like, I will see whatever is out every Friday and I will do it every single week. And my wife, she, she will see some movies. A lot of the time she's just like, you do you. And I'm fine yeah. with that. I will take myself on little dates to the <laughs> movies all the time. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Sometimes I'm also like, some people's commentary annoys me. I'm like, you don't, I, I need to. I'm, you don't get this one. No. I need to, I need to. <laughs> or it's like, I don't get it and I'm going to annoy you. So right. I need to just poke it, you know. I am the kind of person that like in, in college, I perfected the, what sounds like to an outsider as the saddest thing in the world, which was <laughs> I would pick up Arby's and I would eat it in my car outside the movie theater before going into it alone to watch whatever was out just at the time I would pick whatever. And if you said that to somebody, they'd be like, that guy is incredibly depressed. And I'm like, while you are correct, yeah. the movie was actually a highlight of this whole depression that I'm going through. This is absolutely the opening scene of a movie where you're like, oh, that guy's not going to be good. That, that's going to yeah. end badly soon. <laughs> yeah, I used to just get a huge soda for some reason. I remember, I, I just remember like sitting down and I have to get up to pee like four times during the <laughs> Like, I just remember a lot of like peeing in the movie theater and like just pee, just pee. I also associate movie pass with like pee. <laughs> well, because now you're not spending the money on, on the ticket so you can get the giant soda. You can get whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. And also I was just not, I'm like an idiot kind of, because I was like, oh my God, there's so much soda in there. Like, is there so much that I should drink it now? I can't leave it. Like, it needs to be gone. So I'm just like sucking down. It's like huge. Well, like, give you a fucking bucket of soda and they're like, by the way, this one comes with free refills. And it's just like, for who? Well, I'm not going to not get refills. <laughs> and my monkey brain is like, dude, like, are you fucking kidding? That's that's movie pass part two. <laughs> right. That's like the next big thing. <laughs> Suck that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> So I actually want story. I once had a friend who took a, took a cup for soda and filled it with the disgusting butter oh my God. and took it home because he, he wanted to make movie theater popcorn. <laughs> He's the sweetest, dumbest man I've ever met. And he, you know, those like, uh, those whirly pop, like stove top things, yeah. popcorn things. Yeah. He pours the stuff. <laughs> into the thing on the stove <laughs> and it just 
Of course. Like, just catches fire explodes. immediately. Because it's not oil. Like there's shit in there that's like, dangerous for the body. <laughs> right. You should not be eating it. It's the same stuff they use to lubricate the pump in it. <laughs> in my head, when you started this story, I thought when he would go to pour it out, it would come out like cranberries on Thanksgiving from the can. Like I thought it would, it would have been solidified <laughs> yeah. and just like fallen onto the popcorn in a perfect cup shape <laughs> that's that's like another good option i do remember it had separated and there was like dye his colored pee just pee just keeps coming up right now maybe i have to i don't have to be at the top like this yellow shit and i was like dude don't put that on the popcorn he was like i think i know what I'm he was like it's butter <laughs> that stuff is so far from butter to begin with too like, yeah also you don't cook it in butter you idiot you know yeah. you cook the popcorn in butter yeah it's added afterwards my friend fantastic one quick thing before we get into the history. When I was told about MoviePass by a friend, because they're like, when you see a movie every week, this thing was built for you. And they like, they told me about it. They, they, they broke down, like, you pay $10. They send you a credit card, which they load with the price of the ticket. And like, you could pay for as many tickets as you want. And the second he said all this to me, I'm like, wow, you, my friend, somehow got scammed by the dumbest sounding scam I've ever heard in my life. Yes. And he's like, no, it's a real <laughs> service. I'm just like, that can't be a real service where would the money be made, you idiot? And she's like, I promise you it's real. And it turns out if they listened to me and my rant to my friend why this could not be a real service, they would still be in business because this is the dumbest business model I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely insane. And I, I did the same thing too. It was my girlfriend that, that told me about it. And I said, just keep reading. There's going to be a fine print where they say, by the way, we also get your firstborn. Like there, there's no way this can be a thing. Yes. Oh God, it was too good to be true. It was. It was It was a fantastic thing that I absolutely took advantage of. Not enough. Had I known it was going to be ending, I would have been doing this every single day. But I went like 10 times more than I used to go because I, I love the movies, but I would not be able to justify going to the movies most of the time for myself. So let's get into a little bit of the history here. So I wanted to cover like the history of movie theaters. And I realized we did that in our Golden Age of Hollywood episode with James Urbaniak. So guys, if you want to hear about the history of movie theaters, go listen there. Instead, we're going to get right into the history of movie pass because they started out with backers. They were founded in 2011 and they had major investors, True Ventures, AOL Ventures, Lambert Media, Moxie Pictures. They had millions of dollars being poured in. I'm going to say Moxie Pictures sounds fake as hell, but go on. It was a real one. Yeah. I was like, I think that's a soda, actually. It's Moxie <laughs> Pictures sounds like, like a sitcom like saying like, oh, this guy's from Moxie Pictures. Like, that is like your first like top of dome fake movie <laughs> studio, but please proceed. You're right. Actually, I'm Googling Moxie Pictures right now because you're right. That does not sound real. <laughs> it sounds like a movie theater on Riverdale. <laughs> oh God, a website comes up immediately. It's apparently a bi-coastal US-based company focusing on ad commercials and music videos. They do not do theaters. Moxie <laughs> Pictures just sounds like they produce only those movies where like, this guy's so strong, but it's like in black and white. It's like, just like a kind of like out of shape guy in his 30 with his shirt off. Yes. Like they only make movies about that guy. <laughs> High pants, no shirt, no muscle definition. Yes. It's like the strong men from like the 18th. 1800s exactly. where they're like smoking cigars at like as they're competing in the Olympics. <laughs> So these are the backers that we have. And you're right. Now that you paint those glorious pictures, like, yeah, this is this should have told us from the beginning what this was going to end up like. So they launched their beta San Francisco 2011, and they immediately encountered resistance from movie theater chains. And it's a move theaters have employed repeatedly and again recently against streaming services that they've called being a little bitch about it. <laughs> they just absolutely do not want anybody messing with the structure they have. Like Again, during pandemic, some of the production companies said, look, we're going to re release exclusively to 
home as well because people cannot go to your theaters and they said we don't care if they can't go you can only give it to us and they've you know really threatened to not work with production companies because of it they have a structure that they do not want touched at all I will say that bluff was like the most obvious bluff I've ever heard in my life where they're just like guess what we're not gonna show Disney movies anymore and it's like no you're fucking not (laughs) and this was where MoviePass started off having issues we'll get to it more later but the thing is there actually was a pretty well developed chain between production companies and theaters and the system they have in place with distributors in between and MoviePass tried to insert himself right in the center by only offering discounts without offering anything new so that's the crux of the issue we're going to explore that more later because right now they did manage to come back up it's same just a few months later they started partnering with Hollywood Movie Money to conduct its service through HMM's pre-existing voucher program and a network because this way they could be like okay we're not releasing our own we're through them this is a thing and you have to accept it that's so hot <laughs> yeah <laughs> that really worked well actually <laughs> But at this time, too, people had to print out their own vouchers and bring it to the theater. Nobody liked it. So at this point, 2012, they do the national beta, switch to a mobile app and preloaded prepaid cards uh, that could be used in all theaters that accepted major credit cards, which, again, theaters did not like because they're like, we don't have a choice in this. This is just like a credit card. They're like, yeah, but we give you all of the money. You get 100 percent of the money. We pay for it. And they're like, but the customers pay less. They're like, yes. And movie theaters were like, we hate that. No. Yeah. (laughs) And it it was, again, theaters got all of the money, should not have been that big a deal. No, but here's the thing. It's like when I was first explained MoviePass, that sounds like I'm going to get fucked over somehow at some point. Even if it's not on the surface, I'm just like, no, this is a bullshit model. You're lying yeah. to me. I'm going to get fucked. You know how there's like a bodega or like a bodega or like, like a little restaurant or like a like a deli of some kind. And it's like clearly a front for something. Yeah. Like it's they're clearly laundering like money, like they're selling drugs or something, yeah. you know, or like people or something. Yeah. <laughs> you hope it's something you don't mind them selling, but yeah, you know it's yeah. not legal. Yeah. Well, movie pass seemed like a laundering thing. Like, I feel like the yeah. guy was like, you know, he could have been like, in my head, it almost seemed like this comical, like secret that like this fake company he'd created to launder stuff. And then like people on Reddit found out about it. And then everyone's subscribing. He used to pretend to throw up a fake company. Like he used right. to throw up a cover story. <laughs> like, you know, he's like, oh yeah, it's totally a real thing. You guys, it had that energy to be like a yeah. lie that you have to correct. Yeah. And the theaters responded saying, look, there's no way we can, by the way, in Chicago, ticket prices are like $14, $15 for a regular ticket. Oh yeah. It's almost fucking 20 here. It's, it's insane. Yeah. You're in New York, right? Yes. So. so- in most of the country, it's about $9 is the average. So they would be okay if people bought one ticket or less in most of the country. But obviously this was such a boon that people weren't going to do that. So the theaters were saying that we can't afford to keep maintain theaters at $10 a month. And not only that, but production companies are going to decrease value because they know they're not going to get the gain that they would need. Yeah, it was like going to affect the movie business. So this is why the movie pass kept saying, but you're getting all the money and they're saying this, is, this cannot last. But in the beginning, actually, it wasn't that cheap. There was this fluctuation and pricing because in 2016, they brought Mitch Lowe in as CEO, who'd previously been an executive at Netflix and Redbox, an advisor for MoviePass since 2014. And at this time, there was also a limit of three movies per month. Lowe said his eventual goal was to have a low-end service around $20 per month and a high-end service around $100, which would include unlimited movies and availability of 3D screenings and IMAX, which were both, you know, excluded currently. This was feasible. This was financially doable. You know how I know for a fact that that's a good model? That's currently AMC's model, and they're doing great with it. (laughs) Yeah, they are. (laughs) 
<laughs> and they, they tried offering different plans to different regions, $50 for six movies, $99 for Unlimited, both of which received complaints of trying to gouge the unprofitable frequent users because there was this thought here that this could be work similarly to gym memberships where you make your money on the people that buy it and then don't go and you'll make this back at the end. The problem is you have to work out if you go to a gym. You just have to sit there at a movie theater. <laughs> like nobody's skipping this option. There's no work here. <laughs> yeah, they try to be the Planet Fitness where they're just like, it's so low that you can buy it and then forget that you have it. It just keeps going. But nobody is just like, forgetting to go to the movies or just being like, oh, I was going to go to the movies this week, but life got into the way like they do with the gym. Like people are going to say, hey, let's go see whatever the fuck we can see because it's free. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like I was in college and it was like it became a thing to do. Like people would just get fucked up and go to to the movies. Sure. You don't have to enjoy the movie or appreciate it. Do whatever you want. Like, let's take shrooms and go see Boss Baby. (laughs) Or like, oh, yeah, I I have three friends that did that. I'm like, I should have thought of that yeah (laughs) but like people like it became a thing to do like do something and movie pass sure movie pass ended shortly before detective pikachu came out had it still been there i would have seen detective pikachu i would have got you know what i would have goddamn seen it (laughs) yeah (laughs) so they keep switching this around prices are varying per region now because these are more expensive different places so they've got this two movie per month plan costing around 15 and small market 21 and larger unlimited 4 to 50 and no longer even limiting to one movie per 24 hours which means you could just sit there and watch movies back to back to back oh Oh, yeah, I remember that. I didn't get in at that stage. I was after this. I was still at the 24-hour limit. But December of that year, they had 20,000 subscribers. At the same time, Studio Movie Grill bought a stake in the company, partnered on testing food features through the app, including Open Table and Explore Menu. August 2017, an analytics firm, Helios and Matheson, bought a majority stake. And this is where it just blows up, because at the same time, the company announced that it would lower its price for an unlimited plan, allowing one film per day to $9.95 per month. And Lowe was quoted as saying, after years of studying and analysis, we found that people want to go to the movies more often, but the pricing keeps going up and that prevents them from going more. A study they probably spent millions of dollars on that also could have been accomplished by asking four to five people. Not even. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This was not a huge mystery. So the goal at this stage was to increase its user base to analyze viewing habits for targeted advertising. They actually had a reasonable plan for making money. They were going to have so much data and live data that they could then relay directly to theaters and production companies. Companies. This was going to be what Google and Facebook are doing, offering the free service, where we're going to get so much information on you that it is well worth it to give you whatever, spend our own millions here because we're going to be able to sell your data to advertisers for so much more. I'm fine with that. You know, I have nothing to hide. I, yeah. <laughs> it's You know what? For free movie tickets, I would have been fine with it. And they had this long end-to-end run plan where they were going to be incorporating Uber and restaurants. So they were going to have data from where you started in the, in the day, what you were doing beforehand. They're going to be able to, to determine not just how many tickets were sold, but who was buying tickets and when and why. People who go see Detective Pikachu, they love to go to Chili's and they're from this part of town. Yeah. And then afterwards, <laughs> they like to go to a friend's house in this part of town where they're going to have frozen yogurt. That's apparently very valuable. So this is actually what my my girlfriend does. She writes surveys for these major companies and does data analysis for them. And the number of times it's something like you just lost millions of dollars because you changed the shape of the bottle and people didn't recognize it as your product is incredible. It's millions of lost off of these really small details. So this is really a huge thing. The data they were offering was going to be worth billions of dollars at the end. I'm sorry. I just like, I just scared that I'm not even in advertising. I just scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, just, 
I was like, the bottle, like the bottle. The bottle. Like, I can't change the bottle. Like, yeah. The details on this stuff are incredible. So the plan was here, like, look, we're just going to pump our own money into it. We're going to lose money on the tickets. And eventually we're going to make money on this end run around when we can start selling this data, when we can then partner with these theaters, because the theaters are going to give us a discount on tickets because we found that we're not only driving customers to them, but people that used, there was something like a, a 2% sales on a ticket from MoviePass that was just put on MoviePass. When MoviePass recommended it, it jumped to 10%. That's a 500% increase just by MoviePass saying you should see this movie. So they figured, look, studios are going to want to pay us. Theaters are going to want to pay us. We can get a cut of concessions because the, uh, one study showed that concession sales went up 81% by people that used MoviePass because they were saving money on the tickets. So MoviePass really had a solid idea here. They get those large drinks, right, Christopher? Yeah. <laughs> one one for you, one to pour out and fill up with the butter. And that's like... Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they had a lot of ways here to eventually make money. And they figured the only way we can do this is by bringing in so many people by announcing this cut in price. Again, it had been at 20,000. It reached 400,000 by the next month, 600 by the following, 1 million by December, 2 million by February, and 3 million by June. From 20,000, 3 million in six months. And on every single ticket they sold, they're losing money. <laughs> it's fascinating. Like, I know what happened. I did the research and like, I was literally there yeah. and you're telling the story <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like how many? Like, wow. Continue, continue. It was ridiculous. Helios had to advance movie pass 55 million from December to February when they increased users by 2 million. Helios's ownership stake increased from 62.4 to 81.2%. And after another 35 million advances, 91.8%, which allowed for a merger unilaterally initiated by the Helios board. At this point, movie pass is just part of their company because they needed to accept so much money just to stay afloat. Uh, yeah. I'm just like, you know, I was researching this also. I'm like, there are a lot of words here yeah. and a lot of like booster the this and the this and the payback and the this, this, this. And I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just seeing Helios a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you guys up to? Like, at the end of the day, it's like, now you're controlling movies. Yeah. Helios and Matheson is an analytics firm, but there's a, one of the guys behind it. People found this shady as well. They started looking into it. In the 30 years, he had started 50 companies, the majority of which had been shut down. Like, this is a <laughs> shady person to begin with. <laughs> and he got sued, like, many times, I saw. Many times. Yeah. Oh, you did good research on this. By the way, this was not, like, the first data I found. Christopher did good research to pull up the stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, I love Googling. Got to be professional. Yeah. yeah. Even now you got to be professional. You know, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It was like, no, I was just so excited about the Googling. I didn't even care if we got to record it. I did my Googling. <laughs> I don't even care what the topic is. I just like Googling. Just give me yeah. a bunch of words. I want to put them in the search engine. <laughs> just give me a word. Yeah. I'm actually, I, I am a Reddit moderator. So I love doing like little deep digs on stuff. Wait. For what forum? I'm not telling you. Oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> Beautiful celebrity feet. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was like, oh my God, now it sounds like it's like really, I'm like, I'm not saying, okay, um, nothing pornographic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a couple, I have a couple, but like uh, one of them is like <laughs> Pugs, the Pugs subreddit. Sure. Yes. That's great. I love that. That I imagine that's a big one. <laughs> you know, we have a couple hundred thousand subscribers. Oh, I wow. I spend a lot of the time just like, we'll get the spam filter will be like... Just deleting pictures that are not really bugs. It'll be like, it'll be like <laughs> someone's penis and then it's like someone being like, someone commented a hateful message on Buttercup's GoFundMe. <laughs> and, now, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, hello, man. Like, thank you for bringing this to my attention. Like, let me go deal with it. You know, 
I do it for hours. Like I love the internet and like yeah. finding, you know, so you were like, do research. And I was like, done. This yeah. is amazing. I'm so excited about this because this is obviously what our listeners know is what I nerd out about for this too, is I, I love doing the deep dive on uh, this yeah. <laughs> insane stuff. And I'm just the dumb joke guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that also you have a very nice, um, you're like a storyteller and you're very good at distilling this. <laughs> Thank you I'm so like, much. Oh my God. A lot of this is the microphone, but I absolutely appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> very cruise alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to skip ahead to the disaster because that's the fun part. But January that year, MoviePass announced at Sundance the new subsidiary, MoviePass Ventures, which would co-acquire films with traditional distributors. This is how they're trying to get inserted into this mid-range model because this is well-established and they need to be working with distributors to have any chance here. And not only that, but they want to start production on their own. They want to be building a Netflix-style business here where they can be putting in their own content and creating exclusive content. And in February, the price dropped to $7.95 per month paid annually, then $6.95 in March. In April, Helios Matheson acquired Movie Phone, which is now, if you remember before we had like the internet, it, that was when you called to find out movie times. Now you just go in there and it tells you movie times. You're like, I can do this literally anywhere. Movie Phone, I don't I don't need you for this. <laughs> but from Verizon, with Verizon taking a stake in MoviePass stock to get it. And this is when MoviePass starts kind of shuffling things around. They removed the unlimited plan for new customers and replaced it with a three movie per month bundled with complimentary three month trial of iHeartRadio. <laughs> start having money issues very quickly. <laughs> no one's paying a dime to iHeartRadio right. ever. No one, I don't care who you are. iHeartRadio, I'm sorry. I love you, but yeah. <laughs> iHeartRadio, you guys... I'm so sorry. I just, I really came in with a lot of force there. No, no, no. no. Look, I, I know people with podcasts on iHeartRadio. I hope to get ours on iHeartRadio. I will never pay for iHeartRadio. <laughs> I was going to say, fuck those guys unless they want our yeah. podcasts, in which case we're there. Oh, we yeah, love yeah. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio indeed. Right. I'm like, oh my God, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, Hulu did that deal where they had that bundle offer where you could get Hulu and Spotify. That was... Oh. It was so good. And I got it. And I can never cancel it because if you cancel it, you lose it. But your grandfather didn't if you already have it. They can't pull you out of it. So I'm going to have Hulu forever. <laughs> I think that, like, also with stuff like that, I'm like, I don't know if this is true, but I'm like, maybe they did that on purpose. To keep me from ever getting rid of Hulu. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because it's also like they obviously need far less than they charge for subscriptions to stay afloat. So it's like if you do a little bundle deal, it's like they're both still making a profit and then you just cancel the deal and like our little monkey brains are like I need to save the seven dollars and like then you just stay subscribed <laughs> I have absolutely wondered the same thing I'm so glad I'm not alone in that oh yeah I'm insane dude yeah I'll occasionally I'll think I've got this victory and then like 10 seconds later I just go I'm a fucking idiot this is exactly what they wanted me to do <laughs> I know and also like I, I took I took a bunch of advertising like courses in school and um the vibe of those courses is like people are stupid <laughs> fucks and you can manipulate them if you try and I'm like I just want to sell like wouldn't it be cool to like design posters that like <laughs> like how can you convince I so I, I learned all these little like tricks that advertisers do and I still fall for literally every one like yeah. you know a dollar down to like 99 cents makes you want to buy it and I'm like oh my god it's 99 cents that's it like it works every time oh it did I mean Taco Bell spent millions of dollars finding out the lowest price point people would spend money on without feeling like it was an expense and it was like a dollar 13 or something yes they spent millions of dollars because of those couple cent differences they're gonna make it up so much in sales it's so true it's so true the app store is good at this too. Oh, very good. And actually, Wen sent me some examples of other disaster companies. And you want to be like, oh, people aren't that stupid. But one they sent me was A&W. I remember hearing this years ago because A&W lost a bunch of money because they came out with the third pound. <laughs> like, look, we can we can do this. At, 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 <laughs> we can do this at, at like the same price. It's going to be more than the quarter pounder. And they could not figure out why they were losing an absolute fortune. So they did a focus group, a number of focus groups. And it turned out it was because three was less than 
than four and everyone thought it was smaller than a quarter pounder. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm like, and also, is it because it was called the third pounder, which just sounds weird and a little bit like, oh, I don't want, I don't know. If it sounds like, it sounds like a three pound burger. And I'm like, I don't want three pounds of burger. <laughs> I'm like, to me, it's like, it's not the first pounder and it's certainly not the second, but it's the third pounder. I'm like, of what? It was like the fifth third banks of burgers. Who wants the bronze metal hamburger? Yeah. <laughs> and they eventually said like, well, we can't teach all of America second grade math in our ads. Like, we, what are we going to do with this? We're going to go. We just are going to go bankrupt. We don't have another option here because it turns out nobody knows that a third is more than a quarter. It's also just like, even if they did is the thing, even if they took the course, even if they went to college and took a course on fucking advertising, this, they're still going to fall for it because your brain's still like three. No, three. Yeah. <laughs> I want, like it's, it's not going to matter. You know, I feel like they think, no, people are smarter. It's like Einstein would have n- not bought it either. <laughs> it's no, because you're right. It's that lizard brain thing. I mean, to go one step further and back to movie pass, as far as like the when they changed to the three movies per month deal, like I was just like, what a fucking stupid decision. Why would anyone ever fucking do that? And now <laughs> if you're just like, hey, win three movies for ten dollars. I'd be like, fuck, yeah, that's a great deal. Like I was so trained myself to believe that I was going to get fucked over for being able to see three movies for $10. They're like, I was just like, I would never do something like that. And now I would literally kill somebody for that kind of deal. But I just like completely rewired my brain to be like, no, I should only ever pay $10 for unlimited movies. But here's the thing though, because we were so bought in to this deal, the way they presented, there was a study done years ago where there were two people, they gave one person $100 and they said, you get to decide how much you keep and how much the other person keeps. Obviously the fair thing to do here is split it 50-50, each get $50. Oftentimes people would say, I'm going to keep $70. I'm going to give you 30. The person that would get 20 or $30 for free would turn it down to keep the other person from getting money that they thought they unfairly got. But both of you are getting unfair money. Neither of you deserve any of this. But rather than get $20 for free, they basically they would pay $20 to keep it a stranger from earning $80. <laughs> but there's this ingrained feeling of what we consider fair. And when we're messed with it, we we will strike for revenge more than logic. And that was what happened with MoviePass too, because like, again, if if you're like when and are going to three movies at least a month, it's a great deal. But we were told we were getting unlimited movies. And at that point, it was like, you change the deal and didn't change anything about the price. This is wrong. And I want to deprive you of my $10, even though it's technically a better deal for me. Yeah, no, never give too much. You can't put toothpaste back in the tube. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I came up with that saying. Yeah. <laughs> I realized we forgot to do the clapsing at the beginning too. So sorry about that, Nathan. Hey, I actually have a question. Please. I've done, a f- I'm like, excuse me, sir. What? What's the clap? What's the clap? What is the clap? Because I think, is it like a fun, I thought it was for good luck for a while. And then. It's so that when they're listening, they can like sync up all three claps. So therefore all the audio will sync up from there on out. Cause people might start recording themselves at separate times. So it's just, you have like one thing to be able to sync audios across all three people. When you came in so much quicker there, so I think your sound is fixed. I just realized with this whole delay, y'all were probably just sitting there like, oh, Wynn is a moron. He really (laughs) needs some time to like get his thoughts together before he says a single goddamn thing. You know, what's funny is I actually, I literally did not notice. So that might make me also, I was like, yeah, awesome. (laughs) Wynn is taking the appropriate amount of time to think about my joke before he responds. Also, I'm like, that's the smartest, the, 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 the clap thing. I'm like, that's the smartest thing I think I've ever heard. We had a guest come on and say, do you want to clap sick? And we're like, oh my God, yes, we should be doing this. <laughs> oh, that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was so fun and made me like, you know, I thought, I thought it was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. You thought like, it was a I theater thing, right? <laughs> I like, thought it was a theater thing. I thought I, you know, I'm just like, oh yeah, I'd be 
musical theater. I'm like, I thought, oh, like, like imitating a slate, like on set. I was like, you know, and everyone's like, that's not, you know, yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> well, it is imitating a slate. That's, that's what a slate is used for as well. <laughs> it's so you can make sure you're matching up picture with audio in the editing. I room. know all about slates. I invented slates. <laughs> Nathan, if you can find a way to keep this in, please do. For our audience, we're going to jump right back into it. We just took a pause here to fix our sound. I'll start saying slurs, Andrew, I will, if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just got to say, Christopher invented both the slate and the phrase, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. And I really think we should give him his props for that. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, whoever said trans people can't come up with slogans was an idiot because I've come up with several. It was also the weirdest form of bigotry I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you know what those, tr- that's that's actually like, that. that's like neo-turfs. <laughs> they're like, they're real, whatever. They can't come up with a fucking slogan to save their lives. And I'm like, I'm here to disprove that. I, I, this is fantastic. And I, it's, uh, we're covering such a huge range here. This episode has everything. <laughs> yes, it does. My apologies. No, no, this is exactly what we're looking for. Yeah, movie history, our personal movie habits, uh, weird slurs you've never heard yeah. before. Uh, it's got it all. Well, I think we should invent a few, certainly. You know? a, oh, yeah. Of That'll go over great, especially yeah. from me. Yes, yes. Everyone's going to love it. Yeah. Oh, Christopher, stop talking. Continue. Audience, we hope you enjoyed this brief segue here. <laughs> the absolutely unexpected. If you have suggestions for slurs, just don't send them to us, guys. Keep that to yourselves, but please enjoy this, you know, this internal project. Well, if there are any attractive people listening, actually, you can send them to me. So. <laughs> Christopher is very open here. Let's just, no actual slurs. You've got to come up with your own. Have a face picture. Have a and face it's... picture and you can send me whatever you want. A good face picture. A good face picture. We've seen a lot of face pictures where it's just like, you don't get to send me slurs. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea if we have an attractive following. Guys, I hope you're all beautiful, but I have never considered this before. I assume you are. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I feel like we're the kind of show that would attract attractive people, but I have no basis for that. I think you're 110% that kind of show. <laughs> all right, let's get back into Movie Pass here for absolutely no reason. <laughs> At this point, they keep changing their plan. We're in May here of what, like 2018? Cash expenses exceeded revenue by $40 million. And they announced that it would be expected to run a deficit of $45 million in June. In June, they also announced new service fees, surge fees for popular films and prime time slots, supposedly due to needing to compete with AMC Stubbs' plan, which AMC came out with because of MoviePass's plan, and they hated MoviePass. They're so like, fuck it, we're going to do it on our own. You guys set up the structure for how this works. We're just going to take all of that, but at a price where we can actually stay afloat. <laughs> you know what I also think with that? I, I was seeing this in a I was seeing this in a thread on Yahoo Answers, actually, and I thought it was poignant. Yeah. Someone was like, I'm going to take this guy's... I'm like, I can't steal this guy's thought. Some guy on Yahoo Answers was like, you know what? Everyone knows AMC, like name recognition. MoviePass, what the hell is that? And I was like, you're so right, dude. And one of the things MoviePass had been banking on too was that despite name recognition that that they found, again, from their research was that there wasn't brand loyalty to theaters. People were happy to to go to where it was closer or cheaper. They were fine with that. And it gave AMC the idea of, hey, if we have an exclusive pass, we've created brand loyalty. (laughs) They've just created everything they needed here and handed it to AMC to build their own. Yeah. I will say it makes all the sense in the world because there is a theater like three miles from my place. It's like out of the way, but they sell tickets for $8.50. So guess where's the only place I'm watching <laughs> movies for the rest of my fucking life? Yeah. What 
Peter is this? The new 400 oh. up in Edgewater. Okay. Oh, I'm not going to Edgewater. <laughs> so at this point, MoviePass is losing more and more money. They announced there's going to be a $164 million bond sale and that subscribers could waive one peak fee per month and that they begin selling merchandise. It's like this. Okay, we're going to bring in all the money from selling our stock. And then you guys, I know we charge you more money for no reason, but you can waive one of them. And in July, Helios and Matheson filed to raise $1.2 billion to keep MoviePass running and filed to sell debt and securities. And at this point, all right, there is so much where it went wrong, but I, I feel like this is the crux of it because this is where it really starts to fall apart. So Christopher, where did it go wrong for you? You know, I think beyond, this is not based in anything. This is just Christopher's personal. That's what we're here for. Yeah. I think, well, thank you. <laughs> it means a lot. Um, for, for literally for me, I started to have crippling anxiety <laughs> with the, the fucking physical card in my wallet thinking like, <laughs> I'm too poor to afford another like like a like what is this a credit card oh oh it's just my movie pass thing it looked like a credit card <laughs> why the fuck am i paying for that, that look, like it stressed me out having like a card that's might sound insane i, I was like it, it, there's a card and you pay and now and also like because of the constantly shifting like news stories i was like the guy seems crazy like what's he gonna put on this card that i'm carrying around like i don't know i was not prepared for this answer i'm gonna piggyback on that because i was like can i just like say that i'm gonna see avengers and then buy 12 dollars of something at the grocery store with yeah. I was like I was like I don't understand how this card works and it scared me yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the card overwhelmed me quite frankly I was like what is he gonna do to it like what is it gonna do what is it gonna what's what's it doing in there my wallet just sitting there <laughs> like what's it what's what is it I don't know what it's thinking I don't know what's doing like you know I, I, I just got it made me uncomfortable it made me uncomfortable Christopher, I love that we're just two hot dummies that don't understand credit cards while Andrew's over here just like, no, like you can't, like, no, this is not the thing that was supposed to trip you two up. You know, I was just going to say, Andrew's like, you know, and after the investors pulled out, and when I was like, I don't like the card. Like, I don't like the card. The card is confusing. Like, we both have brains that are programmed to be like, oh, I have a plastic card. I'm getting fucked somewhere at some point because we don't trust banks. It's like I've made that mistake before. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, amazingly, you two are actually right. What? No, we're not. No, we are definitely not, are we? So, one of the big issues here was that, again, at this point, they're getting so desperate to lock people in. They're cutting out their service interruption here. The cards are not working for some people and they're saying, oh, it's a tech error, but it's in fact, obviously they've shut it down. But the big one was- I knew it was vindictive. I knew it was vindictive. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the really huge things here was that Lowe is pitching this idea so hard, trying to get investors that he is saying the quiet part out loud. Their terms of service contract said that they were only going to track your data when you use the card to prove that you're at the movie theater. When the card is put in the machine, it shows you at the movie theater that is the only way the card works. And then he goes to this conference and he was a keynote speaker and he said, we're going to be able to sell you so much fucking data. We're going to be able to tell you when they leave their house. We're going to tell you where they went afterwards. And we all thought it was okay because of the card. It was only supposed to be tied to the card. <laughs> and he said, we're going to make billions by selling absolutely everything. And then he had to try and backtrack that. And then the investors were like, well, if you're backtracking that, then what, what the fuck are you offering us? This was the only thing you had to give us anything. So the card was the problem. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, that, that was my point all along, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually a lot smarter than we've ever given ourselves credit for. Listen, Andrew, um, <laughs> you know, I think we actually, yeah, kind of nailed that one. That yeah. was my point all along. Also, 
I was like, you know, in my research. So for me, I was like the card stressed me out. And also then a few times it didn't work. And I was like, I'm truly terrible. Like, ter- I don't know why that freaked me out so much, but I was like, I'm paying for it. They promised me a service. It's not working. I'm carrying this thing around. You know, if I'm under the influence, it looks like a credit card and I try to pay with it at the bodega and I'm embarrassed. So it's like, that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Make me look like a fucking idiot. So also I didn't realize, I don't think I ever had this happen like in the physical theater, but I was seeing a lot of articles about like blackouts, unexplained blackouts in movie theaters. And I was like, that's kind of disturbing, actually. There were. In fact, the weekend right after the service interruption on July 26th, the weekend after there were reports that Mission Impossible Fallout had been blacked out from service. After this, they said we're going to offer only certain movies because obviously couldn't afford selling these peak movies. The Monday after they said it wouldn't be offering service for upcoming releases. But they also said the blackouts were an accident. It was like, dude, you just initiated a plan that's a blackout. You want us to believe it? It happened by mistake two days before? I know. They kept saying they were unexplained. And you know what? It's probably because I was Seeing weird, like kind of gay movies, and like all the popular ones are being blacked sure. out. They're like no one's blacking out. So you never encountered it. <laughs> uh, I was like, it's working great for me. Yeah. <laughs> What shocks me about that, though, is I'm like, how do you physically stop a screening? Because I do know there is like someone up there, you know, what I mean? like there's a physical film and like someone is controlled. So I'm like, how would they black something out? Like, what do you do? Mail a blank disc? You know what I mean? Well, the film was playing. It was just if you put the credit card in, it wouldn't work for those movies. So you could still buy the regular ticket. The theater still had it. It was just blacked out for movie pass. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> if you walked up and you said, I would like to see the Avengers, they'd be like, the Avengers is not a movie pass movie this week. <laughs> And you'd be like, great, because I'm seeing Call Me By Your Name for the <laughs> time. Yeah, I was going to say, I I think they'd be like, I'm going to see that, dude. And I'd be like, okay, I cannot believe. I kept seeing the word blackout, and I was like, how do they blackout the movie? <laughs> no, they, they still wanted the regular people that were paying. I was like, this isn't making sense. They were mailing the discs in advance. <laughs> I love just the level of spy complexity that was required there for the movie sneaking in blank films. Well, it's like, don't say, you know, don't say the word blackout if you don't expect me to assume. No, it looks like the movie was not there. That's not journalistic integrity, you know, of those writers. Yeah. <laughs> Probably could have read the full article. Yeah. But they also went in and for their most frequent users, they changed their passwords. This was insane. So <laughs> and again, they're saying like, this is an error. It's like, guys, the password is different. We know how passwords work. It was just like all scam. It was a scam that when thought it was in the beginning. <laughs> I remember that the password changing thing. They didn't, they didn't change mine, but uh, yeah. <laughs> they changed. I think my roommates, because we obviously all, like everyone I knew had it. Really? Everyone had it. Yes. And uh, that also freaked me out because I was like, my information is in there. And like, I can't get into my own account. They could steal the $40 I have been checking if they wanted to. <laughs> well, they needed that $40. So like- <laughs> well, right. I was like, I- I've got to protect my assets here, you know? <laughs> like Christopher, you might think you were broke, but they were $45 million in debt, which per is month. way more yeah. broke than only having $40 in checking. You hear that, mom? <laughs> yeah. MoviePass was doing a lot worse than you at the time. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Amid all of this too, because while they're changing it, they're locking people out and they, they need this money so bad that they're locking people out and people are trying to cancel their subscriptions and it's not working. And they're having unexplained charges. And August 16th, it announced it would limit film options to six movies to choose from daily. And at the same time, Helios and Matheson completed the acquisition of Emmett Furlow Oasis Films with a three movie deal with Bruce Willis in place for MoviePass Films Produce. So they are desperate for this money because they have three Bruce Willis movies they have to make now. They'd also purchased Equity Stake and co-distribution in two films by Neon, who released and while all this is happening, they announced on August 24th they'd be ending their previous annual unlimited plan. Subscribers would be transferred to the monthly unlimited plan and to cancel by August 31st within a week.
week to receive the appropriate refund. And if you do cancel your plan per their terms of service, you can't rejoin for nine months. So it's like, guys, you got to either be all out or all in and trust us, even though we have fucked you over completely every single time now. So by October, over 1 million subscribers had canceled. By April, subscribers had fallen over 90% from its peak down to 225,000. And in November, there was a class action lawsuit filed in San Francisco for not following through on promises via blacking out films. And in February, another was filed in New York for bait and switch. Then in September 2019, MoviePass announces its closure finally. And then January the next year, it is bankrupt. Look, I'm going to backtrack on one thing Please. before we end this saga, because everyone had blackout movies. People had their passwords changed. So of course they go to customer service, which had been replaced with an email oh, that yeah. went out to their subscribers. And it was a picture of a doll <laughs> wearing a MoviePass bandana. And it said, woof, I'm Chloe the director of marketing at <laughs> I'd like to explain why from time to time you may have had a rough experience, but it turns out that I'm a dog and dogs can't talk. They literally were like, sorry, we can't help you. We're a bunch of dogs. <laughs> and then they were like, and by the way, here's the movie Gotti starring John Travolta. We're out. And then they closed. Also, I'm just like, that sounded like an Onion article. Well, hey, speaking of rough, <laughs> what was like, I don't, what was like, shut up. But I'm just like, I love the implication that like major Okay, I feel as though MoviePass was kind of doing this thing where they were kind of clearly headed towards like production and like wanting to be more involved with the actual movies that were being shown in theaters, whatever. And I'm like, I think that the mistake they made was obviously like every or many like popular movies have really high budgets, but like there's nothing like a huge movie, like a Marvel movie, like a DC, like one of those that like breaks 100 million sometimes, you know, like movies like that. I'm like, MoviePass isn't going to offer them anything. Like they don't need help making money and like smaller movies. So, so it's almost as though smaller movies like won't be, you know what I mean? Like they're helping the wrong kind of, like it's just not gonna do anything for anybody. It's gonna hurt, it's gonna piss off. Everybody was a production budget under 50 million. And like, it's gonna get even more people to see movies that people already see, you know? And that was part of the complaint was that there were areas that they could have helped if they were either decreasing prices on last minute tickets or on movies that were about to leave theaters. There were niches to fill, but the problem is they tried to just insert themselves in the center and the data they, they would have sold would have been very valuable for the ones that you said had a high budget, but not the highest budget, the ones that were taking a risk. But ultimately, they're they pissing off the most powerful sides here by the major production companies, as well as the movie theater. And you need help from both of them. I do love, I forgot about that, that when, that when it went so bad that they just sent a message saying, we're dogs, we can't help you. <laughs> it was just the most absurd thing. And I could not believe it was real, but I found the picture and the dog was adorable, but still not an answer. <laughs> I only check one email and that's my work email. So yeah. I'm like, I definitely so didn't we get missed that. Yeah, I missed that. But I'm like, wow. It lost so much money. The only way it was able to stay afloat was by its parent company flooding the public market with shares, which eventually got it kicked off of NASDAQ after its stock lost 99% of its value. Just the absolute destruction of multiple companies here by this whole plan. Can I just throw out one final thing please, that I think is do. amazing? Yeah. They tried to run a GameStop right after GameStop. It worked for a day <laughs> and then immediately everyone was like, no, this, this one's too dumb. And they stopped. <laughs> <laughs> like there was a day where MoviePass like jumped up like four, like hundred percent in its evaluation of just its stock worth. And then immediately everyone was just like, no, this bit's bad now. And they immediately oh, yeah. sold it all back off. God. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I feel like that's the end of MoviePass, right? That has to be the end of where it went wrong because we can't top that. So that should bring us to In Their Defense, where we have to defend this horrible plan. Christopher, what do you have for us? Listen, I have gotten really good at defending bad ideas. Yeah. <laughs> it's something of a skill of mine. That's kind of the job of a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just start with, you know, what is a movie? 
right? And what is a theater? <laughs> Perfect. From Love the beginning. It. Yeah, good start. Yeah, yeah. Please don't interrupt, please. Um, <laughs> if we're thinking about the art of a film, you know, what do we need to bring joy to our children, right? What do we need to educate people on Marvel <laughs> and other related, you know? I'm sure there's some guy who's trying to see Call Me By Your Name like 50 times. And, you know, we should let him. We should let him. There should be a service. There should be a service with a card that you get in the mail and that weird guy. That scares and frightens him. That, that, that frightens this man, you know? Okay, now I'm like making it a bit. I legitimately think I'm like, okay, it's a nice thought. Yeah. Right? You see the movie? Like, come on. I love it. Can't lo- it's such a lovable, like I see how it had this like surge of interest right at the start because I'm like, oh my God, the one complaint you hear and also what I love about going to the movies is the same kind of thing that everybody else does. Like if they've movie theaters have continued to survive, even though streaming services are kind of like the future, whatever it's like, no people period, like love going to the movies. And the one complaint people have about movie theaters, like I always think this is interesting. Movie theaters are kind of gross. Like they're <laughs> kind of gross. Like they can be kind of dirt. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's not like it's a beautiful, beautiful place, right? Uh, everything's overpriced, all the food, whatever, but it's like, no one ever complains about those things. It's like just the ticket. It's just the price. It's just the ticket price. Like no one ever has any problems with going to the movie theater. Like, you could have a, I feel like you could have a terrible like shack and have a screen up and people would go. Yeah. And so, you know, I see what they were like, I get it. This amazing thing that everybody loves. The yeah. one thing standing in your way is a ticket. What if we just take away the ticket? Like, okay, yeah, dude, I get the appeal of that, you know, in theory. Yeah. Yeah. In a dream world. <laughs> so true. I mean, we loved it. We all used it. We loved it. We all loved it. It makes all the sense. Andrew, what's your defense? So here's the thing. Netflix launched its streaming service in 2007. This is the first year Netflix said it does not need a loan to stay running. You want to guess how much Netflix has borrowed? No idea. $16 billion. I was close. (laughs) (laughs) They currently owe back between $10 and $15 billion. We don't know exactly how much. This is the first year after 14 years of existing. They have not needed a loan to stay running. Did we ever talk about the time I went to count cards? When have we discussed this? Yes. Okay. I was actually going to use this same analogy, which means we've spent way too much time with each other. But go on. Please steal my bit that I'm <laughs> going to do in a second. It's the bankroll that, so by the way, guys, this was just a, I learned how to count cards. I wanted to try it out. Not the whole thing where you, you can't, you know, memorize six decks in a shoe, but the math says that to, uh, depending on what math you want to use for this, for whatever amount of money you plan to win that night, you need to have 66 times that amount in your bankroll to be able to play as consistently to keep playing out the odds. 60, if you want to make $1,000 that night, you need to bring $66,000 and this was the situation that they were in. If they had a big enough bankroll, they could have kept this going until they made the money for the advertisers to pay all this back. They had a system that in theory would have worked because their data was going to be so offensively intrusive. (laughs) They were going to be able to sell so much shit on us that people absolutely would have bought in, but they needed Netflix $16 billion up front in order to do it or a plan that didn't piss off absolutely everybody at all sizes they needed to work with them. I'm just like, yes, hugely valuable in this one way, but unlike Facebook or or like a concentrated online space where they can see all of like the activity that you're, that you individually are doing. I'm like the demographics of like who's seeing what movie and like the, the methods of, there are too many factors here for, there are too many variables involved for the, that data to be like, I think extremely useful. Like, okay. Of the 200 people who went to see the 8 p.m. versus the 9 p.m. screaming of this Marvel movie, who took an Uber there versus public transportation? Like, you know, it, it, it becomes there are so many like... There's just so much noise to it. Right. There's so much noise. There are so many different ways you could like filter that data. It's like Facebook. It's like, who Googled boobs? Right. <laughs> We're going to show them porn. Yeah. Actually, there's no porn on Facebook. I don't know why the fuck I just said that. But, but like, you know what I mean? It's like there's an like input output. Well, as Helios Matheson was an analytics company, so they thought 
thought they'd be able to break this down. Yeah. But obviously, very often, that just does not work. And, and you're right. I think what would have been needed for it to work was to bring in so many outside sources. You would have needed data from so many different yeah. points to be able to track movement. Basically, the way they said they were going to be able to track movement would have been extremely illegal. If they could have pulled that off, they would have given a ton of data. But you're, you're right. The stuff they were saying they could get was insane. So look, if they could have made this work, if they could have gotten the absolute fortune they would have needed to front end this, <laughs> then yeah, they could have kept this going. But it would be absolutely insane for anyone to invest that kind of money to keep this going when currently the plot line is we're going to lose money every single time someone uses our service. So in their defense, they could have made it work if they didn't do it so terribly stupidly. I'm also just like the demographics of who sees a movie, the marketing people know that before the movie is even filmed. Like they're like, hey, guess what? All of these middle-aged women saw Fifty Shades of Grey. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone knows that. That's who they're hoping to sell to. They were, they were hoping to sell back to production companies to make them be able to target even more. And they were going to be a production company <laughs> yeah. to make their own movies. So they're like, hey, let's get that, you know, white men 30 to 35 who go to Applebee's at seven o'clock before yeah. an 830 movie demographic. <laughs> and like, they're like, oh, John Travolta and Gotti and three Bruce Willis films. That is who we're making these movies for. You're right though. Like who needs to be told who Fifty Shades of Grey is for? Like if you can't tell that based on knowing its existence, maybe you're in the wrong business. Right. And I'm like, yeah, who's seeing Call Me By Your Name? Let me give you a little example. Wild guess. Take a wild guess. Who likes to see hot cannibals get in room <laughs> young, young boys? I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm like, at the time, TBT to that. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to his eaten. Yeah. <laughs> How could we have known? nobody knew? That's not our fault. When? What do you have? My one is also going to be a gambling metaphor, but it's not going to be like their whole business model. It's just their initial idea. Have you ever gambled and just hit on like your first time sitting down and like no. actually made money? <laughs> no. Because I'll tell you, it's why I kind of have a gambling problem because that <laughs> happened to me like the first time. I ended up like making like a decent amount of money on like a five dollar bet. I put the money down. They gave me money back, and I was like, this is going to last. <laughs> and when things started going poorly for me, I just thought, hey, if I put more money down so I can keep playing, it's eventually going to turn around and everything's going to be fine and I'm going to come out a big winner. And I just can't get it through my head that that's not <laughs> the case and I have to change the game I'm playing. I have to either stop playing or I have to just move machines or I have to move tables. But I don't. I just keep doubling down on this same bad idea thinking that eventually everyone's going to love me again and I'm, I'm going to have the luck come my way. And you know what? That's what the CEO of MoviePass did. And now, you know... I'm an idiot. I'm just a dog. You know, you can't blame me. I'm just a, I'm just a dumb golden retriever. And literally, that would be my excuse if anyone asked me, like, when, how did you lose all this money? I'd be like, I'm an idiot. Why would you ask me? I am a dumb dog in a scarf. Why are you blaming me for this? And that was Movie Pass's excuse. That's my excuse. And you know what? I respect that. I'm also just like, you're great. <laughs> oh my god you're like i'm a dumb 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 I'm like oh, well, no. i'm like you're not that dumb christopher is just ruined your complete defense by being too nice to you <laughs> oh god i love it though i appreciate it fuck you yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm just like also this is so american because i'm like you you said something you're like oh with the with the gambling thing like also this is i, I do know this gambling is way more of like i don't know what it's called but like gambling addicts like people with problems with gambling and like 
seek support for it. Like you're AA, but for gambling, I don't know. The- Gamblers Anonymous. Gamblers Anonymous, yeah. GA uh, is, there's way more of that here than in some other spaces. For example, I'm my family's German and I'm like, it makes sense. And, and this, like, I never think that anything is going to be like positive. Like I was raised with coal. Like, I'm like, that's not going to work out. You know what I mean? Like there's a pessimism. Yeah, German. I yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's funny because there's this optimism here. And I'm like, like, for example, movie pass. I don't think that that, that would have made it over there. They'd have been like nine. No. <laughs> and it's just funny because it's very American. Like, it that is. just got me thinking. It's very very American and very American dream. Look, it's the same thing that got us buying the giant soda because it has a free refill. It's too good a deal to pass up. <laughs> oh my God, we brought it all the way back <laughs> to the giant soda and that's why you guys come to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Holy shit. And there was something, oh God, and there was, I had this weird, I had this sick thought, I had this sick thought. I was like, I need to consume, for some reason, I thought I, I, thought I needed to consume it all like in the chair. Like I'm like, shut, sh- <laughs> like, inhaling this fucking, like I can walk out with the soda yeah but you don't get the refill then if you don't fill it. if you finish it in the chair you can refill it before you go guys nothing can top all of this we got the loop we got christopher's perfect metaphor here (laughs) so that's going to wrap it up on movie pass for us christopher thank you for being here this was an absolute pleasure we really appreciate you coming on yes thank you for having me you guys are a delight thank you so much you are too guys just if you're listening to this please watch every show on every major network because one of them will be christopher's that is all we can tell you but we're very excited please whenever you're in chicago let us know we'll do the same when we're in new york and we'll get you on whatever shows we're doing because it was, was so fun. And let's get Movie Pass going again. Let's get Movie Pass. Let's start yeah. it up. Let's do it. Let's, let's start do it, it up. I got 20 bucks. <laughs> we know the mistakes they made. We'll do it right. Christopher, thank you for being here. Audience, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe. Give us five stars. It helps us out so much. We'll be back next week. We hope you join us then too. When? I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.